Welcome to Dare, Share, Create the podcast. Conversations, concepts and insights from people who have dared to go after their dreams, who share their gifts with the world and who create the life that they want. I'm your host, Elizabeth Valentine, a voiceover artist, singer, speaker and coach. This podcast aims to free you from whatever's holding you back, spark transformation and is designed to give you the courage, inspiration, permission and tools to live your best, most inspired and fulfilled life so you can make the biggest positive impact in the world. Now, on to today's conversation. So hello and welcome to episode 7 of Dare, Share, Create. And I've got a bit of a confession to make. I'm Elizabeth and I am a people pleaser. Anyone else suffering from that gene too? Actually, I have been working very hard and actively on becoming a recovering people pleaser. I was having a chat with my mum the other week about this damn people pleaser gene. And I think I recognised myself in her, or maybe it was the other way around. We're so afraid of upsetting someone else that we bend ourselves into a pretzel just to avoid it. You know, but in this process we are hurting ourselves. And then we resent ourselves for saying yes when we really mean no. Or we persuade ourselves that, oh no, it's not going to be so bad. Ugh, I'm just being silly. I'll probably really enjoy it and I can just go for a little bit. But by doing that, we undermine ourselves. We learn not to trust ourselves. And if we do decide to say no to something, wow, then we just prolong the agony with a generous dose of a guilty conscience. You know, it made me think about this concept of people-pleasing and how wonderful it would be if it was geared towards pleasing ourselves as well. Or at the very least, not hurting ourselves to please others. You know, I'm a person, so... My people-pleaser gene should really kick in when it comes to me too, right? The price of living your best, most inspired life and creating the life that you want really is that you can't please everyone. And I kind of hate that. You know, I do want to please everyone and I want everyone to think I'm fantastic. But that's just setting ourselves up for failure, thinking that way. I met uh, Dita Von Tees a number of years ago and I just think she's fabulous. And she says this, and she's got the little cute voice as well. She says, you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, but there's still going to be people who don't like peaches. So listen, no matter what we do, we're never going to please everyone. But the emotional roller coaster of being a people pleaser is both toxic and exhausting. And you're the one being poisoned. The other person isn't suffering and probably have no idea that you are. So this is what I do when I get caught in that people-pleaser roller coaster. I take a moment. I close my eyes and take some deep, slow breaths. And then I ask myself these questions. One, do I want to do this? Two, Why am I uncomfortable with this? What is it about the situation that isn't working for me? Three, if I say yes, who am I doing it for and why? And four, if I do say yes, how can I make this work for me too? You know, sometimes we do have to do things we don't particularly want to for various reasons. But in those cases, you know, we can set up some parameters and boundaries to make it work for us as well. And I'll share what some of those can look like later on. Now, if I've come to the conclusion that 
no, this is not something I want to do and I really want to say no, this helps me be able to do so easier. So one, if giving myself permission to say no isn't enough, and honestly, sometimes it isn't enough, then I ask one of my nearest and dearest who's got a different perspective and who isn't emotionally invested in the situation. And so I either ask my parents or I ask one of my best friends who truly know me. Two, I ask myself, what is my truth? And then I say it in a kind, matter-of-fact way. I might still soften the blow a bit by saying, oh, I'm afraid, or I'm sorry, that's not going to be possible. I'm afraid that's not going to work for me. You know, the afraid and I'm sorry, you shouldn't have to say it. But sometimes, let's be honest, (laughs) it does kind of help soften the blow, both for yourself and maybe for the recipient. Three, and this is important, would I want someone else to say yes to me if they felt the way that I do? Well, of course not. And the good people in your life aren't going to want you to say yes if you really mean no. But of course, you know, some people won't care about it. And that's saying something about them. If they don't care that you are hurting yourself to please them, hmm. You know, if you do have a narcissist or a user in your life, you know, they will object and try and guilt trip you to get what they want. But as soon as they realize that you're not going to give them what they want or need, they're going to move on to someone who will. You know, if you do feel like you've got someone in your life that is draining you, check out the book Dodging Energy Vampires by Dr. Christiana Northrup. I mean, that book totally saves both lives and your sanity, believe me. Uh, And four, if you're still feeling guilty, this is a good question to ask yourself. Why do I feel like I owe them this? And listen very carefully to what comes up for you. And as always, you know, I encourage you to write these things down. But remember, if someone doesn't care about you enough to understand and respect and know, then why are you worried about upsetting them? This is, of course, much easier said than done. Um, one of the things I've noticed happens when you are people pleaser is that you get so used to molding yourself around what everyone else needs and worry about everyone else's feelings that you actually become unable to feel your own feelings, wants and needs. And getting back in touch with yourself and your gut is the biggest step in that recovery. You know, I sometimes have to take a little time to tune in and really become present with what I really feel because in the moment, I might not really know. And that's why delaying an answer is such a great tool for people pleasers and recovering people pleasers. So practice saying, and when I say practice saying it, I actually mean practice saying it out loud so you get used to it. Say stuff like, I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. Or I'll need to check my calendar. And this is beautiful because it gives you time to breathe. Tune in with yourself and your gut instead of just automatically go, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll do that. And this goes for both working situations and it goes for all your relationships. And as I said earlier, there are ways to make the situation work for you if you have to say yes. You can still claim back some control. 
If let's say you have to help a friend or family member and it really doesn't suit you because you've got a million other things to do that day and they expect you to drop everything and be there all day for them. You can decide how much time you can and are willing to give them. And let's say that's two hours. Then saying, hey, I can be there to help you from two to four today. And that's it. And then they can either take that or leave that. And they might go, oh, yeah, but don't you think it? It's like, no, I, I can be there from two to four. And that's it. And you stop there. Or I can't help you today, but I have a couple of hours on Wednesday instead. But the important thing here is you've given them an alternative that works for you. And then it's up to them if they accept it or not. But that is what works for you. And that's what you have to just stick with. And again, if they are struggling to accept that and try and guilt trip you, that's valuable information for you. Because you get to decide what you will and what you won't accept. And what people you will have in your life and what people you won't. And I appreciate that if it is in a working situation, you might feel that, oh, no, I have to respond to everything straight away. Huh? Well, if they haven't asked you for a deadline and they haven't said it's urgent, do you have to reply straight away? Or can you tell people, I check my emails between 10 and 10.30 and 3 and 3.30. If you need me outside of that for something urgent, please ring me. And if someone's chasing you up on something, but they haven't given you a deadline, and let's be honest, this happens often, and then we throw everything at it and it turns out, hey, it's not actually due until next week. And then you're like, well, why the frick have I been, you know, uh, killing myself to meet your deadline that wasn't even actually that urgent? That's when we can say, when do you need this by? Firstly... And then secondly, go, I have other things I have to get out right now or that I'm working on right now, but I've got time to deal with this later this afternoon or tomorrow morning, and then I'll get back to you. It means that you've acknowledged them and their needs, and you've also assured them that you will get to it and deal with it, but you're doing it on your terms. And that can feel a little bit scary in the beginning, but actually... It's just professional. So most of the times when I've either said no or set boundaries in a clear, calm, unapologetic manner, the reaction's been great. The drama is only in my head. So now I practice choosing to trust that the people in my life will react well when I'm being honest. Is when you come up with those weird, slightly vague, changing excuses that it feels really shit, both for you, but also for the receiver, because they can obviously tell something is off and you're not being honest. So get clear on what you want and communicate it in a kind, clear and compassionate manner. Someone who's got lots of great posts on the subject of human psychology, boundaries, ego, trauma responses and people-pleasing is the holistic psychologist on Instagram. Uh, Her work is really phenomenal and it's very practical, so you should certainly check it out. And she's got a great post on people-pleasing. 
and it kind of makes you think. She says, being a people pleaser is basically wanting to control how others view you. Let's just let that sink in for a moment, shall we? Being a people pleaser is basically wanting to control how other people view you. She also has some great ways of saying no without apologizing, like, thank you for thinking of me. I won't be able to make that. Hmm, I'm not up for that right now. And I think this is my favorite. It sounds like a great time. I'm just committed to laying low this weekend. Being committed to ourselves is so important. What are you committed to? And if you're a people pleaser, how are you going to please yourself as well? How are you going to show up for yourself and really nurture and care for yourself and honor yourself? What are you committed to? As we are heading into the second lockdown this week in England, making sure we take care of ourselves is of the utmost importance. So I thought I'd end today with an exercise. Planning is essential when you know a potential challenging time is ahead of you because we don't make good decisions when we are stressed, anxious, tired or upset. So I just thought I want you to spend 10-15 minutes thinking and journaling about how you want this second lockdown to be for you. What measures are you going to put in place so you make sure that you nurture yourself in the best possible way? I'll tell you what one of mine is. So I get these organic fruit and veg boxes delivered every two weeks as part of the work I do with Serena at Whole Shift Wellness. If you haven't already, check out my interview with her in episode six. So looking forward to the coming week, we anticipated that I'm not going to have much time, but more importantly, I'm not going to have much mental capacity to figure out what to cook from these vegetables that are coming in the box that I don't know what is. So she suggested getting the recipe boxes instead this week. You know where they send you everything to cook a meal. So it's still healthy, it's still organic, and it's still plant-based. And I still cook it, but I don't have to spend my precious energy having to make a decision on what to cook. So what could you do to ensure you get through this or something else challenging in the best way possible? What are your non-negotiables going to be? Maybe I'm going to commit to take a walk every day, despite the weather. I'm committing to limiting my time on social media. I'm committing to consuming only content that leaves me feeling good, that I learn something from or is nurturing to me. I'm going to commit to making sure I get at least eight hours of sleep at night and don't look at my phone before bed. What are yours going to be? So next week, I'm going to have Marie Brock on the podcast. She's a Danish actress and voice of artist based in LA. And we actually recorded this interview a while back. Well, there was still pretty heavy lockdown in the US. So we're talking about how she got through it, especially since pretty much her entire industry shut down. And I think you're going to get loads of value from her sharing her experiences of keeping herself healthy spending the time working on her craft in other ways and keeping her spirits up during this trying time. And she also shares her story of how she's gone after her dreams and created the life that she wants in a really big way. So make sure you tune in. But before I leave you, I just want to say, 
There's some really heavy and scary stuff going on in the world right now. So be really gentle and compassionate with yourself. And don't listen to the news too much. That's it from me today. As always, I hope you got loads of value from it. Let me know. Come and find me on Instagram at ElizabethValentine underscore. And Elizabeth is with an S. All right. See you next time. So that was it for this episode. I hope you got loads of value from it. If you did, please share it with someone who you think might benefit from listening to it. And as always, please subscribe, rate and review on Apple Podcast. It really helps us reach more people like you who are also wanting to live their best, most inspired and fulfilled life. So till next time, keep daring, keep sharing and keep creating.